One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Red Men TV. I'm Steve Hall. It's time for the latest edition of our news updates. And yeah, some actually news to talk about. Really got a bit of transfer stuff as well. You've probably seen Alexis McAllister's name in the title and the thumbnail. We'll get to him very shortly. A little tiny bit of reaction from Jürgen Klopp's press conference earlier today as well. He didn't give too much away in truth ahead of the game against Leicester because it's miles away. A press conference on a Friday for a, Wednesday, for a, for a Monday night game. Didn't give too much away, but a little bit from that. And then um, Liverpool being linked with the new goalkeeper as well. We'll go through it all. First up then, the first story I want to talk about... Um, before, I, well, I say story. First thing I want to say before we get into all this is um, Jürgen's press conference today began with a moment silence for journalist Dan Kay. Um, yeah, Dan sadly died. Uh, Dan worked at Liverpool Echo. Uh, I know, I knew Dan a little bit myself, not not personally, but professionally. We spoke a few times over various little issues, and that Dan used to run the, the, the live blog on the Echo, um, and occasionally in this, not so much in this job, but in my previous role. Dan would sometimes get in touch asking if we had anything that we wanted to include in the blog. He was a good guy and it's really, really sad news. So, yeah, I know the press conference started with a moment silence, but on behalf of everyone here at Redmen TV, we'd like to pass our condolences on to Dan's friends and family and anyone who knew Dan as well because really, really, really sad news. Dan's death, um, much too young. He was a great writer and a great journalist. I know if you followed any of the accounts recently, any of the big Liverpool Twitter accounts, The Echo, Paul Gorse, Neil Jones... Etc. Etc. They've been sharing some of Dan's stories and some of Dan's work. It's it, it really sad news. Um, so yeah, on, on behalf of all, I just wanted to mention that. Obviously, the press conference began with that, and I felt it was the right thing to do. Um, right then, let's move on to what was actually discussed by Jürgen in that press conference. Um, the only real thing I took of note from it in terms of news was that was about Roberto Firmino. Um, with Jürgen Klopp saying he's unavailable for Monday, but he's close because obviously. With the, there's three games left of Liverpool season. That means Roberto Firmino's three games away from from uh, leaving Liverpool Football Club. He's not going to feature in the Leicester game, so there's one. I think everybody will be desperate to um, to get Roberto on the pitch at some regard in that home game against Aston Villa. Uh, I think people will be really, it'll be really really sad if he ends his Liverpool career injured, didn't get that chance to play. I know Divo had something similar last year, and, and obviously it, it wasn't great when he had to get. We got a serenade by Anfield, albeit um, when he was injured, it was it wasn't great. With all due respect to Divock Origi, um, absolute legend Roberto Firmino, a little bit higher in the legend status, you would go on to say. So I think it's really it'd be really cool if he can get on the pitch against Aston Villa. Whatever happens, he'll get a great send off. Of course, I'm sure he'll be there. But I think it'd be awesome if Bobby get, gets one more game at Anfield in front in front of the fans who love him so much. Get to sing a song. So it looks like. Barring any setbacks, he should be fit for that Aston Villa home game, the, the, 
the Aston Villa game next weekend, Liverpool's final home game of the season. I think it'll be really important to do so. Fingers crossed, Bobby Firmino gets himself back fit for that one. And then, obviously, of course, that Southampton game. In terms of Liverpool, they actually need to win all three games, don't they? See what happens elsewhere. Jürgen kind of referenced that today. He did say, you know, he'd like to be in the Champions League next season, but he still doesn't think it's likely. He thinks Newcastle and Manchester United are going to get the points. Um, but, yeah... I think it'd be really awesome if, if Firmino can get on that pitch at Anfield. Listen, if he can score a goal in that Villa game, even better. Liverpool might be, actually need him to get a goal or two as well in that game. So we'll see where we're at. But I thought that was, that was the only real thing I took of note, to be honest with you. There was a lot of chat about the top four race and how Liverpool have done so far and what's changed, etc. But in general, yeah, I think it's really cool uh, if, if Bobby can be back. Right then, let's, let's one moving on. This story comes, and I'll share my screen right now as I do it. There we go. This is David Lynch, who is the Liverpool journalist. He writes now for Footy Insider. He says, Liverpool are plotting a swoop for Hanover goalkeeper Ron Robert Zieler. This summer, sources have told Football Insider, the 34-year-old expected to be available for a nominal three. Uh, despite the two Bundesliga outfit recently triggering an extension in his contract. Basically, the, the general gist of this one... Um, is that Liverpool are probably going to lose Adrian. They might lose Kevin Kelleher, and they need a goalkeeper. And what's interesting with Ron Robert Zieler, listen, I don't know too much about him. He's playing second division German football. I don't know what he is as a goalie. It's hard to know. He is, he is a homegrown player. It's interesting because he's obviously German, German guy living in Germany, playing for a German team. You might not expect that, but because he spends the early, very early part of his career at Manchester, at Manchester United, he counts towards the homegrown quota, and I think that's really important, especially if Kelleher goes. Adrian doesn't count as homegrown, of course, but if we can get someone in, like for like, who does count towards it, there's a reason, you know, Rob Green sat on, on Chelsea's bench for ages as their third-choice goalie. There's a reason Scott Carson is at Manchester City. They very rarely, if ever, have to play, but they go towards the homegrown quota in your squad. Um, again, whether Zila comes in as, as the second-choice or third-choice obviously remains to be seen. My guess is that Ali, well, no, sorry, my, I know Ali will be fair choice. My guess is Adrian might leave, and in which case, then that does make sense that he gets someone in, if he's going to be third choice, and he adds towards the homegrown quota. Liverpool are losing Milner, Liverpool are losing Oxlade-Chamberlain, they're probably going to lose Nat Phillips, there's, there's Carvalho whispers as well. Again, Kevin Kelleher, he counts on who knows where that's at, so Liverpool do need to consider that. Uh, I think they're considering it as they make signings as well, but they definitely need to consider the homegrown stuff. There's a lot of players, by the way, they could use to fill the squad and fill that quote if they had to. Younger players, but you don't really want to be using younger players when they can be on the separate list anyway. You want to try and pad your squad out with the homegrown lads as best you can. So, really, really interesting, like I say. Um, let's see, we're losing Kater, says it. CFM, I'm sure he's Scouse. In the Nabby isn't. Maybe he means sounds it. Nabby lads, perhaps he is, but yeah. Um, We'll see how he goes with the with the homegrown stuff. I think it's just I think it's interesting. I think it's clever if Liverpool do it. Like I say, I don't know the standard of a goalkeeper too well what he is. I still think it would be weird to lose Kevin Kelleher for a nominal fee. Um, I'd rather loan him out if that was the case and get him the first team footy or sell him for a good fee. And uh, we'll see how that all pans out. But if Zila comes in a second or third choice goalie and he can tick the homegrown box, I think absolutely. Uh, no, absolute no-brainer, especially with, the, like I mentioned before, all the homegrown lads that we are going to be losing. Right then, first port of call at this stage of the show, I'm going to be speaking about Alexis McAllister. You guys, I'm sure, 
um, clicked on the video, but if you watched it because you saw Alexis McAllister in the thumbnail, and the latest news regarding Alexis McAllister, oh, wait there, I've just, uh, I've turned my share screen off, you'll have to get me, give me a second while I get it back up. There we go, absolutely nailed it. LFC Transfer Room are reporting, and this is via Gaston Adul. They are saying Liverpool are preparing a formal offer for Alexis McAllister, and as of today, they are the most principal candidate to be Alexis McAllister's next team. Yeah, interesting one, really. Um, they go on to say, and I can I can bring this second tweet up as well from the from the guys at LFC Transfer Room. Um, there's no interest. There's also an interest from Man United and Chelsea, but Liverpool is the club that have moved the most, communicated with his environment, and are the most active trying to get him. I think there's been a little bit of Google Translate or something used there, but in general, it looks like according to report from uh, from Argentina. So um, Gaston Adul is from TYC Sports. There's a, there's a famous video that he put out a, a long time ago. Um, in fact, you know, I'm not sure I can show you this, but listen, if you get copy strike, copyright strike, we get copyright strike. But a little clip there of him with Leo Messi after the World Cup giving him a message to the people of Argentina. But yeah, in general, it's um, TYC Sports, Gaston Adul reporting this one, this kind of thing. Let's have a little look what you guys think. Let me know what you think of Alexis McAllister. Would you think he'd be a good sign and do you want Liverpool to get him? Is there anyone else you prefer? Dr. Drain says McAllister. Agati or Gravenberg and Indica would be a dream. I don't know. I think the Indica stuff's kind of gone quiet. There hasn't actually been a lot, I'd say, in terms of centre-halves in general, as there really. Maybe that means Joel Matip's exit is, isn't happening. I don't know. All the talk we seem to be getting is in midfield. I wonder if Liverpool is going to try and box the midfield off first and then worry about the centre-back stuff later down the line. But, but um, it is interesting that, you're right, the, the, the centre-half stuff... I, I, I think they're gonna go. For, I don't think that's enough. If, if honest, unless you're talk, unless you're saying three, unless you're saying sorry, Doctor Drain, um, McAllister, Agate slash Gravenberch and Andika, or you're saying Agate and Gravenberch because I think Liverpool need three. Someone said there, by the way, brought the comments up saying that Alexis is half Irish. I think I thought he was Scottish. I thought he had Scottish heritage, not the Irish stuff. But in general, anyway, he knows the Premier League, doesn't he? Um, G10. I want McAllister and Coop Miners, um, and Will Rowe says. I would rather have McAllister than Mount. I think will. I think Liverpool want both of them. I think they are definitely two of the ones. I think they they are. The, I think they want both and one other. And I think the other one other might be Ryan Gravenberg. But I, I, my guess is I don't think it's Mount or McAllister. I very much think it's Mount and McAllister. Liverpool's hit list. Um, JD says I'd like to ram. I'd like to. I really like Agate, but he has a yellow card machine. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't mind me DM taking yellow cards all the time if it's long as he's. Um, yeah, as long as you're not crap. I don't, I, again, I don't know too much. I haven't seen that much of a guy. I watched him against Arsenal recently, but I haven't seen loads of him. But the, the general reporting sounds good. And I apologise for repeating myself, but my go-to source when it comes to Portuguese football is Aaron Barton from Pashina Janada. I trust Aaron's judgment with players. And he tells me Agate is boss, so I will trust Aaron's judgment on it. But yeah, I, I don't know too much about him myself. G10, McAllister, Coop Miners and Agate. There's a lot of Agate love. Um, let me know your thoughts on McAllister. Again, I I think it would be a really good deal. I do think Liverpool, I know some people don't like when this happens or when this gets said. I do think Jürgen and the team are want someone who's played a bit of Premier League footy. I don't think it's a you know, I don't think it's a coincidence that he's going after McAllister and he's going after Mason Mount in particular. I do think that's important to him. I wouldn't be shocked if the balance is that where you get two lads who play Premier League footy and then perhaps a, a midfield who hasn't. I think Jürgen's looking for more what he considers sure things and Adapting to England, 
maybe as one variable on other players that they, you know they can't really take a chance on. They have to get this one right. There isn't really any wriggle room this season. If they get these wrong, we're in for another poor season by our standards. So I do think that is. I th- I think they are considering it. People might disagree. People might not like that. I'm not sure. How, I'm not sure how big a part it plays. But like. For example, when we signed Fabinho, he needed like three or four months before he got, he got himself ready into the team. I don't think whoever comes in is going to be a forward of that luxury. They need to come in and they need to play. Now, some people have done it. You know, Thiago straight away, bang, straight in the team he, at a level. And we've seen other players do it before. But I don't think Jürgen wants anyone who needs like an adaptation, an, an adaptation period. Similar, kind of. Darwin Nunez now is going through that. Cody Gapo didn't need it, so there's always it, it, it isn't always a necessity. But I do think I think it's one variable Liverpool will try and negate, uh, try and negate. So I do think McAllister and Mount are very very high up on the list. Um, Jai Ten says Barella is the dream. I agree. Of all the players Liverpool have been linked with, Barella I think is the best one um, in terms of standard of play. There's a re- you know he's he's Euros. Italy international playing in the Champions League semi final had a really good game the other day for Inter against AC. So I think he is the he's the highest level. I'm not sure how feasible that one is, if truth be told. Um Mark Rooney says Tielemans on a three would make sense. Budget wise it does. I don't know how he fits into Liverpool's system or team. I'm not sure he's got the legs to play those two number eight roles that Liverpool, you know, especially if they're going to continue with the Trent Alexander Arnold midfield hybrid role thing. Those number eights have to leg it round the pitch. I'm not sure what Yuri Thielman's in there, um, but yeah, in general, I think I think it's a. Uh, I'm not sure about the Thielman's one. I'm not sure about the Thielman's one. If truth be told, ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, right then, let's have a little look who else we've got in the comments. Just on, on the, um, while I go through it, in fact, I'll bring Ash's one up first. Get Big Mac for 60, Agati for 50, Amount for 50. Job is a good one, indeed. I mean, the, the maths, maths, they make a bit of sense. 
I don't know. Again, Chelsea are keen to keep Mason Mount. I don't know, but he is running out his contract as it stands. He's going into a year, so I don't know what the fear be for him. I don't know how much Alexis McAllister will go for. There's talk of, like you say, 60 or 70. I know Agati's release clause is apparently around that 50 million mark. So, listen, for Liverpool could spend £160 million there on Freeman Fielders and box things off. I completely agree. Um, interesting one from Moheb, who says, McAllister fits City more for me. We need a physical engine player like Jeannie Wijnaldum. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I don't know. I, I, I've, I've, when I watch McAllister live, he has got that. He, he, he does. He gets about the pitch. You can't. You, Brighton, Brighton are not a static team. Brighton do press and, and do get into, and, and you ask a lot of their players. Obviously, they've got Casado doing the shielding job behind them. But, but like from what I've seen of Alexis McAllister, I think he gets about the pitch fine. I think he could easily do the same role, you know, as, as you know, left hand side of a three or right hand again. Liverpool go back to their conventional four three three. I can see him fitting in there as well. I think in certain games, if you think you're gonna have a lot of the ball. You know, even him playing like a, in a deep, a more deep role, being trying to pick passes and stuff could work. I think he's technically very good. Um, he showed for, I think he showed for Argentina as well. He's, he can be very, very disciplined when he needs to. I, I, I don't know if I agree with that in terms of. I think he, is, I think his physicality is fine. I don't think I've got no worries about that. I also think that's part of the Premier League thing that I'm talking about before he gets it. He knows what he. There's no adapt, adaptation period. Um, Let's have a little look. John Cutler makes a good point, and I'm, I'm kind of with you on the Mount stuff. Mount's looking for a quarter of a million a week, and I don't think LFC would pay that. I don't think Chelsea are going to pay it. Um, so, you know, it's all, I, I'm looking to, you know, have a mullet, be razor thin, and, you know, have a penis the size of my arm, but, like, <laughs> tough, you know what I mean? Not, not going to get it, are you, Mason? That's not where you're at. So, I, I'm with, like, no, no one's going to make that happen. I don't think he'll get that off anybody. Newcastle are an outlier, be wary of Newcastle. They might go big on the wages, um, but yeah, he's not going to get that. I, 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 he, he's not going to get that off anyone. I don't think. I don't think Liverpool would go that high. I think Liverpool would give him a significant wage. I wouldn't be shocked if it was you know somewhere in the one seventy five to two hundred range. But it's all. Yeah, he does want paying off Chelsea, but Chelsea aren't paying him. So what's he going to do? Is he going to take less to stay at Chelsea? I think it also goes by his um, his. His role in the squad, what, what do they think of him? Does the new manager want him? There's a lot to go off there with Chelsea. Um, Pochettino now, does he want to keep... There's loads. There's a lot of there's a lot to go with Mason Mount. I don't think Mason Mount's a done deal to Liverpool at all. My, obviously, I think it is. Um, I think... Um, what's the word I'm trying to say? Like, like, for example, if it was the same money from Liverpool and Chelsea and the same role in the squad, I think he'd still pick Chelsea. But if the money's a little bit more at the pool, but he's told he's more likely to play, fits in the style better. And he's also more moving to a more stable club. Chelsea are a bit nuts. Like, it's a new manager all the time. That's hard to get rhythm and stuff. Then maybe that's where Liverpool appeals. I think, like I say, ideally, Mason Mount would want to get paid by Chelsea and play for Chelsea. I think we'd all agree on that. But with Liverpool lurking, he's got his options there. We put a video on the channel yesterday, you know, as a podcast, well, I don't know if you had a chance. I, I kind of asked Neil Jones on our journal insight show, is Mason Mount and his agent kind of just using Liverpool to get Chelsea to where he wants to be? Maybe. I don't know. You can go and check that out at some point as well, guys, on journal insight, but it's available for free on YouTube, that clip, by the way. Um, Maybe that's maybe that's what we're doing. Maybe that's what he is doing. I mean, maybe it's a big old game. I don't know, but I don't get that sense with Alexis McAllister. If truth be told, um, because I think I think the general the general feeling is he's going to leave Brighton. That's what's being said. I think his dad confirms as much in an interview not so long ago, and it looks and we know Brighton will sell now. Brighton are hard to buy off. 
They are really, really, really good at selling players for massive value, you know, or just keeping them. He's in no rush. They're in no rush to sell them contract-wise. And we saw them do this in January. Moises Casado had an offer for off Arsenal. He could have been challenging him for a league title, earning way more money at Arsenal. And instead, Brighton kept hold of him. And he just rewards him with a bit more money as a thank you. know, And he might still sell him this summer, but you know they are notoriously really, really, really good sellers. They've they've got big fees time and time again for players, and then all, and then replace them with gems. Their their recruitment's amazing. You know, Mark Kukurea, big fee they got for him. They've done it time and time again. When they sell players, they tend to get good money for them. Um, Liverpool are going to have to stump up if they want Alexis McAllister. I think it's fair to say. Um, right then, who else have we got here? It's a stretch, says Rob. But McAllister and Rice with a view to signing Mount in January, 170 million for a new midfield free wafer. I don't think Mount gets to January as the first one. I think if he's not going to sign a contract, Chelsea will try and move him on, and it won't. He won't wait for Liverpool. Why would he? Um, Newcastle, Man United, Arsenal, all want him as well, apparently. So I, I, I don't see that happening. If truth be told, um, Rob. But I mean, Declan Rice for me would be um, a, a a dream. I think he's brilliant. I just don't think the maths adds up. You know, 120 million quid for him. I just don't think Liverpool would pay it. I, I, don't, I might be wrong. I don't know what, and I don't know what West Ham will accept, by the way, because they say they want 100, 120 million quid. Whether they get 120 million quid is a, a different matter. But there's going to be a big fee. I, I've got a, I've got half a sneaky feeling that he's going to Arsenal. Um, so that yeah. But he, I think he's a great player, and if, if he's available, Liverpool definitely I think would be in for him or should be in for him. I don't know. The, the, the fine, listen, they couldn't afford Jude Bellingham and, and he's better than Declan Rice and they weren't willing to, to push the boat out on Jude Bellingham who's younger, better. Um, so I, I can't see them doing it with Rice. But again, if West Ham's fee, if it does reduce, then he's, he is definitely, definitely an option. Um, who else have we got here? Franz, who is this, sorry? Fanzo says, McAllister's signing does not inspire me. Oh, interesting. I, I've I haven't heard that from many people, to be honest with you, Fanzo. Um, I think World Cup winner, Premier League proven, quality player. I don't see there's I don't see too much downside to this. You know, Brighton are a good team. Brighton are a very good team. There's, there's a chance they finish above Liverpool still. They seem maybe you know if things don't go Liverpool's way over the last three weeks. Um, they could be playing European football, FA Cup semi finalists. They're a good, they're a really good team. The best team I've seen in person this season play against us, um, Brighton. I thought they were un unplayable. Like when we went down to their ground, I was down there at the Amex. That one in person, they were unstoppable. Now Liverpool have played some really tough te teams this season, of course. Uh, Madrid, shining example. But I wasn't in the stadium. I'm talking in the stadium. Brighton were phenomenal, and I think he suits down to the, the ground. I think he'd be a really good signing. Um, let's have a little look. Philby kids uh, is it Philby kids? Where's it gone? There we go. I'd rather we focus on McAllister and look into Barella if we're going to spend big money on one player. He's a bigger talent than Rice. Yeah, I think the Barella thing from what I'm led to believe is Inter might need the dough if they don't get in the Champions League next season. Um, as it stands, they're in a top four race. Juventus getting their points back did Inter no favours. Um, but now, listen, they might win the Champions League as well, by the way. They're probably going to be in the final unless something mad happens in a week's time. Now, they'll be big underdogs in that final. But that's the only sense... Of, 
And even then, like, I just don't know if he'd let Barella go. Does he want to go? Who wants him? Who's in for him? What type of clubs want him? If Inter made them available, there would be a lot of interest. He's brilliant. So I get it. Um, I, I, I tend to believe McAllister is a bit more realistic. Um, I, that's kind of where I'm at. Jai 10. We can't get past Drew Bellingham, can we? It's, he's always turns up. Is there any chance Liverpool are secretly working on a Bellingham deal like they did with Alisson and Van Dijk when they ended their interest before? I would doubt it. I think he's going to Real Madrid. Simples. I, 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 I hope, I, listen, I hope beyond hope that doesn't happen and he stays at Dortmund and Liverpool can sign him down the line, but I think he's going to Real Madrid. I think that's what we're, that, that's where we're at now. Um, let's have a little look. The Cop Council says, I think Barella's going to City. That would be pain. That'd be good. He's really good. They, not that the City might need too many more players. King J, uh, Jason. If we put Trent in the field, we can get Bellingham and McAllister. Why not? Um, because then the system is Trent playing this. Trent isn't in the field. Like, where's he going to... I don't understand that. He's not, I don't understand that. It's not going to work, is it? Do you put him in there all the time, play someone else at right back, and then play a DM and play Trent as an eight? I don't think you want Trent as an eight. I think that's too far advanced. Trent needs to be deep, um, so I don't see how it works. You could play, if you if you think of maybe playing Trent in a double pivot kind of thing, but I like the role that he's doing now. He's he's, he's excellent at, and Liverpool have won every game since he's done it. So why would, I don't see the point of change. If you found something really good, why would you change it now? So, um, yeah, I'm not sure about that one. And finally, then, average Joe. I'll go to average Joe, veteran. People can say that McAllister has some, the same concerns about Wijnaldum and look how well that worked. i be honest with you, Joe. I've got no concerns about Alexis McAllister. If Liverpool sign him, I think he's brilliant. I, I, he doesn't worry me at all. I think he... I mean, you might be wrong. We've, we've got it wrong with forward players who you think are going to be absolutely wonderful kids, you know, or wonderful players, but that was in the old days. I remember Hassan and Harry Kew thinking, oh, he's going to be the business. Fernando Morientes, oh, he's going to be brilliant. Even Joe Cole didn't work out. But under the, under this regime, they don't really get many transfers wrong. If, you know, they haven't had any shockers. The, the crap ones have been like emergency loans and stuff, but like they haven't really had any massive, massive, massive stinkers, especially when they spend big money. It usually works out well. So I, I reckon they'd all be great. Um, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for Alexis McAllister. And Oz Daniel says, no matter what, he'll be better than Naby Keita. Well, hopefully he stays on the pitch more than Naby Keita, I would say. Right then, thanks very much for watching or listening to this episode of the News Updates. Like I say, if you, I mentioned JNO Insight before. If you want to go watch the entire show, if you go over to redmenplus.com, if you sign up as a yearly club captain and use the code Y-E-A-R, you'll get JNO Insight, you'll get Transfer Insights I mentioned before with Aaron Barton and tons, tons more and you'll get it for half price. So rather than paying 50 quid for the year, you'll only pay £25 for the year if you use that code. So yeah, yearly club captain, Redmen Plus, use the code year, get yourselves an absolute bargain. And yeah, come and tune in. Got a weekend off now. Keep an eye on the channel. There's loads of build-up. Jürgen's press conference will be available in podcast or video form for you very, very shortly over on Redmen 2. Yeah, we've got a second YouTube channel. Search Redmen 2 if you haven't already and subscribe to that as well. Brilliant. Loads of clips, loads of extra bonus features and stuff as well. We'll be back on Monday night with the watch-along for Liverpool's trip to Leicester. I will be in the hot seat with the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Chrissy Pajak. We will be here for you in your eyes for the Leicester watch-along. So come and join us for that. Keep an eye on the channel for even more content. Do the Redmen Plus code. Get yourself some more boss stuff. And I'll see you all next week. Have a brilliant weekend, everyone. 
Thanks for listening. If you want even more Bosch content and podcasts just like this, go over to redmenplus.com and sign up now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.